We are learning Daf Nun Beis. We're starting from the bottom of Nun Aleph. Amr Beis, four lines out from the bottom. Amr Abelazar. We were talking about yesterday when two people own a pit and one is trying to give the other one responsibility of watching it. <coughs> so one of the ways that he, he gives him the instruction, the guidance to watch it is by giving him the, the pit cover. So the Gemara shows us that the cover of a pit can also be a factor in another area of halacha. Amr Abelazar. When someone is selling a pit to his friend, as soon as he hands him over the cover, that makes a kenyan. So the Gemara says, well, what's going on? How, how, are they, how are they doing the kenyan here? If they want it to be chal through money, normally the halacha is real estate, something like a sister in his nicknames, so if you're using money, look then that's just the kenyan work through giving money. If you want to make a chazaka, use chazaka. Show that you're the owner of the pit. But what significance could there be to just giving over the cover of a pit? So the Gemara says, oh, the chazaka, the case is he's using a chazaka, where the, where the buyer is going to go show through action that he is the owner of the pit. But the only way the chazaka works is if the seller first establishes, go do that. That's by saying to him, go perform an active chazaka in order to say that. If a person just does the chazaka without the instruction of the seller, it's meaningless. So the case is here is what we're saying, since he hands him over the cover, it says if, it's tantamount to him saying, go make a chazaka and be kona the kinyan, so even, and be kona the, 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 that, that pit. So even though he didn't say those magic words, but just by handing over the pit cover, we say it says if he said it to him and therefore the pit would become acquired. Amr Bishuv and Levi, a similar thing, someone is selling a house to his friend, as soon as he hands him over the keys, that makes a Kenyan. So what's the case? A very similar question. There's no Kenyan called giving the key. If you're trying to make the Kenyan through the money, the Kenyan should be chal with the payment. If you want it to be nicknamed through chazaka on the house, let him acquire through chazaka. You know, making an improvement on the house, using the house. But what is the significance of giving over the key? We're talking about a case of chazaka. But the point is, the seller has to tell the buyer, go make an act of chazaka to make the Kenyan. As long as he hands him over the key, command It says, if you said to him, go perform the act of chazaka and make a kinyan on him. Says the Gemara, someone is selling flock to his friend. As soon as he hands him over the thing that draws the flock, that makes a kinyan. So we'll see what the mashkuchis is in a, just a bit. But there's the idea of giving him over the thing that will draw the flock, that makes a kinyan. So the Gemara has a similar question. Here you've been kona animals. So typically animals can be kona with mashikha, with pulling them. Even mashikha, if you want to make it kona with mashikha, like mashikha. even mashikha, if you want to give it over by handing over, there's an idea of handing over the reins to an animal makes a kinyan. So, so looking at mashikha, let, let that happen. Let him hand over the reins, and that will that will uh, make the kinyan. What's this idea of a kinyan by handing over the thing that pulls the flock? It says It is a case of In order for mishicha to be chal, the seller has to say, "Go and acquire it." If he does that without it, it doesn't work. The point that we're saying is that as long as he handed him over the thing that draws the flock, it's as if he told him, "Go and draw the flock near and acquire it by doing that." Says the Gemara, my mashkuch is what exactly is this thing that draws the flock? Hacha Terkimu here in Bavel they interpreted karkashta. It's the bell. In other words, when he rings the, the shepherd, rings the bell, it makes the animals follow him. Yaakov Amar Iza the Azavarish Ezra. It's actually a specific goat that goes at the head of the flock. So it's like a very strong brazen goat that's the leader of the whole flock. Ehuda Rishkulal Rechista. There was once someone from the Galil said in front of Rechista, Kad Ruggis Raya Ana. When when the shepherd is mad with his flock, Avadanu Yusamusa, he blinds the goat in the front. So what does that mean? 
and the goat in the front is a leader, and it and it and it, it, it by mistake falls blindly into a pit. So all the other ones do as well. So if Hashem wants to punish Klal Yisrael, so He makes leaders which are not qualified, and then those leaders bring down the people as well. All right, continues the Mishnah. We're talking about a bar that is owned by two partners. He saw a region of the first one covered the pit after he was done. The second one comes and he needs to use it and he sees that it is uncovered. What, how could that happen if the first one covers? Rashi says the case is, you know, the, it was, the cover was made of wood and some worms uh, had eaten it from within and the whole thing had already crumbled. So now, Veloki saw the second guy observes that, but he doesn't cover it. Hashini the second one is exclusively liable. The first one is exempt. He wasn't negligent. He covers it. He covered it. Gemara will say for how long he remains exempt. So the point <coughs> that the Mishnah is saying is that since the first one covered it, and the second one is the one who finds it uncovered, so now that liability, at least for the moment, rests completely on the second guy. He's so corrupt. Let's say someone covered his pit properly. And nonetheless, the ox or the donkey. Um, that's walking on it, falls in and dies. How could that happen? I think Mark's going to be bothered. If he's covered properly, then how does an animal die? Potter, he's exempt. Because he covered it properly. So we have to see that case. Well, how did that happen? Loki saw Koro, he didn't cover it properly, but another show of mates, and the Oxford donkey falls in and dies. Chayev, then he is liable. And we'll have to see what the novelty of that case is. Says the Gemara, what happens if an animal falls in by an external factor? The animal falls forward because of the sound of the of the digging that was made. In other words, there was a worker who was who was hired to work on the pit, and 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 when he's digging, there was an animal that was there that got startled by the noise of the digging, so it falls face forward into uh, into the pit. So what's the halacha? of the owner of the pit is liable. So what what is the novelty here? So Rashi explains, and we're going to see this in the Gemara. That even though we say you're high for liability to oxen, we only mean when the oxen are not smart enough, they're not a particularly intelligent ox that knows how to protect itself from falling in. Generally, a person does not have to pay for, for something that happens to the ox if the ox was very intelligent and should have protected itself from falling in. But here what we're saying is that even if it was an intelligent ox that could protect itself, but if it falls face forward because of the sound of the digging, then he is liable. But if it fell backwards, Potter, he's exempt. The Gemara will explain this. What's the difference between falling forwards and falling backwards? Maybe it has to do with Rav. Does it die from the foul air, from the impact? We'll come back to that in the Gemara. But Akhapadam, this here, the line of the mission is being Machadish. Even an intelligent ox, one would be liable if the, the intelligent ox dies because of the sound of the digging. Here's the mission. If an ox with its kalim, with its utensils, fall in a pit and the utensils also break, or dung with its utensils and it rips, the owner of the pit is liable to pay for the damage to the animal, but he's potter for paying for the kalim. What's the shot? Because that's the halacha. You don't pay for kalim in a pit. Let's say the ox that is deaf to range or young falls into the pit, of the owner is liable here because it doesn't have intelligence to avoid the uh, pit, and but but nonetheless, and that's a, what the mission is coming to infer is that for an intelligent ox that falls in, one is not necessarily liable. Beno bats for a young boy or a young girl, Abedo Amma for a slave or a slave servant that falls in, pots or the owner of the ox is exempt. What's the pshat? So Rashi seems to say, based upon the Gemara, that even though the young kids cannot necessarily um, be expected to avoid the pit, but it's exactly that you don't pay. You don't pay for the death of a person. Now, this is all specifically if the person dies. If he's injured, the owner of the bar is chayav. Um, and we'll come back to some of these details. We'll see in the Gemara. So, I'll you're only chayav for the death of animals, not the death for people. And furthermore, we're saying even the death of animals, it's only when it's an ox that, that is not intelligent. For an intelligent ox, you don't pay unless some external thing caused it to fall in. 
Says the Gemara, what was the first case here? That the first guy covered it properly, the second guy finds it uncovered, he's liable. So the Gemara says, Until when is the first one exempt? In other words, how long does the, does the second one have the full liability and the first guy is off the hook? Amar Rabbi Chleshia, he's exempt until enough time passes for him to know that the pit is, un, is, is uncovered. In other words, until he passes by it again, Rashi says. Until he becomes actually uh, there again, then the liability is completely on the second guy. Shmuel Rabbi do enough time passes that people could inform him about it. Meaning even if he doesn't see the hazard, once people inform him that, that you know your cover came off, then... Um, then it, it, once people inform him, then the liability transfers back to the first guy equally as well. So, enough time that they, they can inform him. Enough time people can pass, people can inform him about it. And there's time for him to hire workers who can cut down trees, make a cover, and cover for him. So he's saying, just you have to have enough time to, to go get a proper cover. So we have three opinions over here. One opinion is... That has he's only chayv if he into, once he passes by again. Shmuel says as long as people tell him about it. Rabbi Yochanan says people tell him about it, and he has enough time to go fix it. Someone covers it properly, and nonetheless, an animal falls in and it dies. He is exempt. So I said, Mark, what's the case? Give me the k'sok If you covered it properly, how did it fall? The case is that the cover was wormy from the inside. In other words, the case is that it got wormy and it couldn't support the weight of the ox or donkey. But the mice, still potter. If you covered it properly, it's not negligent. And just understand this: he could have inspected it, you know, from interior damage before he did. But that's good for what the mishnah is being machadish. You're not expected to go inspect it from the inside every time you cover it. So therefore, uh, he's not negligent if that occurred. Says the Gemari Baalu, we have a question. Someone covered it with a cover that could withstand the weight of an ox. But it cannot withstand the weight of a camel. So, it's kind of negligent, kind of not negligent. It's negligent in regard to camels, not negligent in regard to oxen. But what happened was, the camels came by and they damaged the cover. They didn't necessarily break it, but they, they, they weakened it, they cracked it. Then when oxen came by, they broke through completely and they fell in. Ma, what's the halacha? Are you liable or not? So as if the camel fell in, it would obviously you're liable to pay. You were negligent for camels. But here, you weren't negligent for the oxen. So maybe you didn't have to consider the fact that at first the camel would come by and weaken it, and then subsequently the ox would fall in. Maybe you didn't have to be uh, so concerned for that. Says the Gemara Amri, they said, what's the case? It's a case where camels are around. They're common. So clearly the owner of the ox is negligent, um, even in regard to damage for oxen, because you should realize the camel should weaken the cover and then the ox would fall through. So even regarding oxen, it should be considered negligent. If the case is that camels are not common, that, that, that they, they come by, so the owner's who, he's blameless. In regarding oxen, he's considered to be blameless. He did total uh, protection for oxen. There's no expectation that a camel would ruin his cover. So you shouldn't be liable for what happens to the ox. So as the Kamar Lushikhala, so the problem the case is that the camels come by on occasion. Not commonly, but on occasion. So me I'm Rina, he asked the Prakum since they come by and occasionally he is negligent. Should have considered that a possibility that maybe the animal the camel would come and make the cover unfit even for oxen. Since they're not actually mamish camels around, on so he's not blame he's not blamed whether for what he did, and therefore he should be positive. Tashma, bring a proof. What did the Mishnah say? He saw grow, he covered it properly, and after covering it properly, still the ox or donkey fell in and died. Potter, he's absolved. So what does it mean he covered it properly and yet the ox still died? If you say he covered it properly for both oxen and animals, how did the animal ever fall? He must be covered it properly enough for oxen. Not properly for camels. And that's not much the case. The camel then came along and damaged the cover and then the ox fell through. And that's what the Mishnah is speaking about. And now, 
considering that, we have to analyze for the If the camels are common on my pot, why would he pot the He's negligent. You should think that the camel wouldn't come and we can eat. The camels are not there. Pshita, it's obvious that you're exempt. So you're totally blameless, and therefore the mission doesn't have to teach that to me. So it must be the mission is also speaking about that balanced, nuanced case that we were. The mission is dealing with a case where camels come by on occasion. And that's what happened. They came by and they damaged the cover. And then subsequently, the oxen came in and fell in. The Mishnah is still saying, you're potter. What's the Yisraeli? Since they're not, when the, when the camels are not always around at the time of coming to pit, so you could assume that they're not going to come, even though they come by occasionally. So we see that you are potter for the damage to oxen, says the Gemara. Amri, lo. It's like we said before. Really, the case is, it was an amazing cover that could withstand both oxen and even camels. It's like we said before, came worthy from the inside. The owner is not liable for such a case as we explained before. Worminess from the inside, you don't have to think about. But in the Hanami, if, if it was the type of thing that the camel would have um, would, would have weakened it, and then the ox would fall in, in a Hanami, he would be liable in such a case. So Tashamal, let's bring for the next part of the mission. The mission says, if he did not cover it properly, and the ox or donkey falls in and dies, he is liable. So what's the precise case? He didn't cover it properly for either. No, is it so easy for, even for an ox to fall in? That's obvious. It's necessary to say he's liable. Of course, he didn't cover it at all, basically. It has to be that the case is, he covered it properly enough for oxen, but not properly for camels. And then camels came by and they damaged the cover. And then subsequently the ox fell in. That's the case. And again, fine-tuning that, like, what is the what is the, the circumstance? If the camels are around, obviously you're liable. You're negligent. The camels are never around. You're blameless. Therefore, you should be potter. A lot of also in the problem must be that they come around sometimes, occasionally. And as we spoke about, the camels came and damaged the cover of the pit. The oxen then came by and fell in. And the mission is saying, you're liable. Since the camels come by occasionally, the owner of the pit is negligent in regard to oxen. You should think that maybe, since the camels come on occasion, maybe they would come and make it inadequate for oxen as well. Says the Gemara, no, lo, really the case is that he made it adequate for oxen, not inadequate for camels, and camels are common. This that you're asking, why did the Mishnah have to say it? It's obvious that he's negligent since the camels are around. The answer is, you're right, it's just for symmetry. The last case is actually extra. It's pretty obvious, but the mission just cited it for symmetry. Says the Gemara, other people say, regarding this case as well, where you covered it properly for oxen, but not for camels, when the animal, and again, the camels come by on occasion. Here as well, we don't have a question whether or not he's liable, because even the since they come on occasion, certainly he is negligent regarding oxen as well. You should think about that possibility that the camel would come by and damage the cover and oxen would then fall. Where would our question apply? It is here. He covered the pit with something that could withstand the weight of an ox, but not the weight of a camel. And the camels are common. So everything is set up like this guy is totally negligent. But then, ultimately, that's not what happened. Camels did not come. You know what happened was? It became wormy from within. So it couldn't support the weight of an ox, but nothing to do with anything about a camel coming. He was negligent regarding camels coming. But that's not what ended up happening. What ended up happening was something that he wasn't really negligent towards, which was that it became worthy, wormy from within. Since he was negligent in regard to the to what the camels could do to it. So therefore, he's just a negligent. It's not covered. And once it's not covered, even if it came worminess, that is what actually occurred, he should be liable. We don't say amigo. 
In other words, what we're trying to figure out is, is there a negligence only in regard to one thing, not another? He was certainly negligent to the possibility of the camels coming, but since that's not what happened, what happened was worminess, do we say, okay, he didn't cover it, so therefore he's hive, he left a, li- a hazard? Or do we say, no, the negligence was only towards the possibility of the camels coming? And if something else happened, then he's not liable. So the Gemara says, Tashima. It says in the Mishnah, if someone covers a pit properly, the ox or donkey falls in and dies. Potter, he is Potter. What did we explain that? How did he cover it properly and yet the animal died? The case was that it became wormy from within. What's the case? If the case is he made it most amazing cover which could withstand even the weight of a camel and just it happens to be that the cover became wormy. Pshita, the potter, it's obvious that he's potter. What should he have done to, to, to done over here? It is obvious that the decay of worminess is not something he has to think about. It is obvious that he doesn't have to check it every single time. It is obvious that he's positive. Why would the Mishnah have spoken about that? The case has to be that it was fit for oxen. It wasn't fit for camels. The camels are around, so you are negligent for in regarding the camels coming. But what actually happened was instead of the, animals, the camels coming by, the cover became wormy from within. Ghani Potter, the mission is still saying that the owner of the pit is Potter. What do we say? Alma, we see. We don't say that since he's negligent in regard to the damage of the camels, he's negligent for the worminess as well. We say that since what happened was the worminess, not the camels coming, he is exempt. Really, the case is that he made the most strong cover that could withstand the weight of the camel as well. And the case is just that the cover became wormy from within. This that you're asking is not a novelty because it became wormy from within. What could he have done? It's obvious he's exempt. The answer is, you should say maybe you should go to the pit and bang on the cover to examine whether or not the worms had gotten to it. Maybe an owner is expected to do that. The mission tells us he's not expected to do that. So we don't resolve yet our question if it was negligent for camels, what would be if the worminess developed? That is the Gemara Tashima from the end of the Mishnah. If he didn't cover it properly, and then the ox donkey falls in, here he is liable because he didn't cover it properly. I mean, what's the case? If you say he didn't cover it properly at all, even an ox would break it. Of course. The case has to be that it covered properly enough for oxen, but not good enough for camels. If the camels are around and damage it, of course he's negligent because if the camels are around and could damage it, of course he's obviously liable. The Mishnah doesn't have to say. For the cases where there's no camels around, he's totally an honest. You shouldn't have to think that maybe they'd come. It has to be that it's like our case. The camels are around. But then that's not what the camels didn't actually come. What happened was it became wormy from within and the ox fell through. The mission is coming to allude to this case and it's saying you're high. What happened, even though it became wormy from within, but since I was negligent in regard to the, to the camels coming, I am liable. Alma, what do we see? Amrinon, we do say, that once you're negligent in regard to the covering of for the camels, you didn't cover it. So if you didn't cover it, so you're negligent as well to the worminess and therefore you are liable. Really the case is you covered it good enough for oxen but not good enough for the camels. The camels are around. The case is that the camels broke it and then the oxen fell in. And this that you're asking is obvious. You're right. We could just say the Mishnah is saying it for symmetry. I did not say since the ratio spoke about in the beginning. The case where the owner covered it properly. That there you are. The Seifa spoke about a case where he didn't cover it properly just for contrast. But you're right. It's not a new Chiddush in the Seifa. 
Finally, the Mishnah we conclude from the from the end here. Tashma from a price. An ox that's deaf, it's deranged, it's young, it's blind, or it was walking at night, so it can't be expected to avoid the pit. In all these cases, the owner of the pit is liable. But an intelligent ox that's walking by day, potter is exempt. What's the shot? It's exempt because it shouldn't. He should have watched where it was going, so you can't say that the pit is the reason for the damage. So I'm high. Why is he exempt? Name, but why don't we say? Once I dug the pit and I didn't cover it properly, and it's a, and it's negligent in regard to an ox that's unintelligent. So you should also be high, even cloppy the intelligent one, since it's a hazard in some respect. You should be liable for any damage, even if it didn't happen through what your negligence was. We don't say the migu. We say you're only high for what the negligence was towards, not for the other things. And that's what the Gemara, in fact, concludes. Now, the truth is, really, there's a huge difference because here it's a question of, is the negligent towards this, in, in this particular case, I was negligent toward an all-intelligent ox, but I, I, but I was not negligent towards the... Uh, the, the intelligent ox. And what the, Gemara is, what the Gemara was arguing is, why don't you say that, why you say you're potter by the pikeach? Why don't I say that since I was, I, 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 I was a posheach, I was a cherish, I'm posheach, I'm a as well. Here we could say, but that's not the way the damage happened. The damage happened through the pikeach. But in the case previously, we're talking about what happened to the pit cover. We're talking about did the pit cover break from this and break from that, but ultimately the damage, what ended up happening could have happened either way. It could have happened with the camel or this. You see from the Gemara that it's all one big challenge here. It's a question of once I'm negligent, once I create the hazard, then maybe I become liable for any possibility of what happened, even if it's something that I wasn't negligent about. And that's what the Gemara is proving. We see we don't say that. The, the intelligent ox that would come in, you'd still be potter. So the Gemara is trying to conclude, so do here. I should be potter if it became wormy, even though I was negligent in regard to the camel breaking the pit cover.